Hi there! Welcome to episode 23 of the Waveback Music Podcast. Today's episode is Journey for the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. Enjoy! Hello again, this is the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Vicki. And we're here to talk to you about some of the most interesting video game music there is. Tonight, Vicky has picked what is easily the most ambient soundtrack we've ever had on the show. Journey is a remarkably unique gaming experience, and it's beautiful in just about every sense of the word. This beauty derives from its stark simplicity, from the visuals, to the actual gameplay, to the storytelling, and even in its music. But that's the thing about simplicity, especially in video games. Often there's a surprising amount of depth lurking just under the surface, and tonight's game exemplifies that remarkably well. So settle in for the gorgeous, ambient sounds of Journey. Now, before we go any further, I have a correction to make. The composer of VVVVVV, the topic of our last episode, was kind enough to tell me that I was more or less butchering his name. <laughs> his name is pronounced Paulson, which, now that I look at his name, is seems pretty obvious that that's how one would say it, and the way I was pronouncing it was pretty absurd. So, um, uh, Magnus Paulson, I am so sorry for butchering your name, but thank you for the kind words and for the correction. He did. How listen. were you saying it? I'm sorry. I was <laughs> saying it Plasson. Plasson. Like the L <laughs> isn't even the second letter in the name. I I don't know why I was reading it that way. I'm just I was thrown off by being a a crazy person. It's a good thing I'm not an editor for a living. Oh wait, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, he was very nice. He listened to the show. He enjoyed it. He's an extremely kind gentleman and uh, one hell of a composer. So thank you very much. And now back to Journey. Vicky, why don't you hit us up with some history? Journey was released for the PlayStation 3 in 2012 and ported to the PS4 in 2015. It's an indie game from the folks who bought you Flow and Flower. In it, you traverse a large desert area in order to reach a mountain. You are a lone, bescarved traveler, but you occasionally run into other travelers who can help you along the way. It's a short adventure, but one that's very memorable. The game's music was composed by Austin Wintery. I certainly hope I'm not mispronouncing that guy's name. <laughs> he also worked on Flow for PS3, and his work can be heard in other games like The Order 1886, Banner Saga 1 and 2, and something called Soulfjord which is awesome because any excuse to say Fjord is a good one. He's also provided scores to many independent films. It's worth noting that his soundtrack to Journey was nominated for a Grammy for Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media, making it the first video game ever up for the award. Well done, Mr. Wintery. Anyway, uh, my history of this game is extremely long and involved. I've never played it. The end. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've never played this game. Oh um, my god, you made it like sound like, oh, I've <laughs> tried to play it like multiple times and all this other stuff. No, I remember this game coming out and thinking to myself, wow, that looks amazing. I should really get around to playing Flow and or Flower first. And then I probably got distracted by something shiny, and uh. that was the end of that. I still have a PS3, it's hooked up, I could go download it, I could have downloaded it tonight, but... um. Uh, as I was explaining to Vicky before we started the show, I just downloaded Octodad, so mm -hmm. I think that's mm -hmm. going to be my next 
opus besides priorities. Um, priorities. I'm playing. I'm also playing Box Boy, and you can hear all about what I've been playing on the next episode of Stone Age Gamer. Shameless plug. Um, but yeah, my history of this game is is absolutely nothing. My history with the music uh, just stems from when Vicky sent me the soundtrack. Uh, I was listening to it at work today, and it's it is really uh, remarkable stuff. I'm looking forward to listening to it and talking about it tonight. So, what about you, Vicky? What's your history with this one? Uh, I have an actual long history with this game, very involved. Um, so the day before the PlayStation 4 was announced, I decided to pick it, pick up a PlayStation 3 and the collection of Journey, Flower, and Flow. Hmm. And I had been like really interested in playing this gate, uh, Journey, and mostly Flower because of... <gasps> It was just so beautiful, and you're just a flower, like a seed in the wind, and mm -hmm. flying around. Anyway, I was more interested in playing Journey, because I'm all about, like, casual games. I know that's, like, a derogatory term to some people, but I love casual gaming. This is such, like, a relaxing game. You can, like, you don't even have to do much. It's so nice when people join your game. And, like, hop in and out. You All you do in this game is, like, little beeps at each other. It's adorable. But I actually just finished beating it, uh, like, ten minutes before we started. Wow. <laughs> that's, yeah. That was, uh, that's my history. Was that your first time beating it, or? No. I oh. beat it, like, a lot. Okay. Did you already say that, and I just zoned out? And no. Uh, I don't think I said that. <laughs> yeah. I have beat it. I beat it when I first got it. And, like, whenever I go to someone's house, I'm like, I'm going to play Journey. It only takes two hours. <laughs> it's a very short game, but it's a lot of fun. All right. Let's, uh, let, let's uh, go ahead and get started on this, uh, on this experience tonight. The first track we're going to be listening to is called Ma Masons? Mace? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say Masons. M-A-S-C-E-N-C-E. -E. Sounds Masonsy to me. So let's go ahead and uh, jump right in.
title screen music to me. Am I right? Yep. All right. Wow, what, Good a, job. what a beautiful <laughs> piece. Um, the, the, a lot of the music in this game, or at least the stuff that um, Vicky has uh, supplied, is is very similar to one another. Um, it kind of blends together very well, which is it's not. It, and I don't mean that to be derogatory at all. It's a very um, uh, cohesive soundtrack. Um, it all flows with one another. Like each song leads into the next, and you you follow it through. Like every step you go through. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next track is called The Call. Um, <clears throat> you're going to be hearing a lot of the, these uh, similar instruments, too. I, I definitely want to point out the... that is what do you th is that a cello I'm listening cello, to? Cello, yep. yeah. It's a very it's... deep, gorgeous cello sound, and it's, it seems to be very prevalent in this soundtrack. Yes, he loves the cello. Uh, <laughs> I forgot who the celloist was. There's, like, the one main... It's a woman who plays it. I'll find it in a minute, and I will get back to you. Um, I did see it before. Well, yes, the, the cello is a main point in all of the songs. Indeed, and it is uh, quite gorgeous. So, uh, while Vicky is looking up who the cellist is, uh, let's move on to track number two, The Call.
again, that was The Call. And, um, hmm. It was a very, uh, I, I almost want to say that it was a lonely track, but something tells me I'm going to be saying that about every track in the yeah. game. <laughs> um, this one was a particularly imposing track with that really big crescendo at the beginning and whatnot. And almost like you're coming, coming across some sort of large, uh, tomb or castle or something. Uh, very magnificent sounding. This is when you first enter the game and you have like no idea what's going on. You're just like dropped into this desert, this cute little robed figure that you are. <laughs> and you're just wandering through looking around and you do come across like little ruins. And you collect these like little scarves to grow your scarf so you can jump further. It's very fun. Hmm. It's the the, the scarf but is yeah. kinda like your like primary mechanic in the game, right? The Yep. That and your beeps. <laughs> <laughs> you you can you can jump and you can beep. <laughs> you jump and you beep. <laughs> Fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> That's how you communicate throughout the whole game. There's no text, nothing. That is uh, that is one of the things that excited me a lot about this game was the fact that there was there wasn't anything like that and you would run into other players that are playing mm -hmm. online and you couldn't actually you couldn't communicate with them you know just straight up verbally you would have to beep at them exactly beep at them or sing I guess <laughs> it's just like this ping that you emit when you press yeah the I feel like button. they called it um, they called it singing in what I had a uh, what I was yeah. reading about the game, um, <laughs> it's very interesting, uh, and and I you, you got to respect the you got to respect the the ballsiness to do that kind of gameplay, like mm -hmm. especially when this came out, it was it was very much um, during a period of time that was all about um, online connectivity and online play was it, it's obviously still pretty f not fresh but. Things like uh, online communication during gameplay was such a big deal, um, and I, I love the fact that this this group, uh, this this company, what, what are they called again? Um, that game company. That game company um, had the balls to do it, and that Sony had the balls to back them on this kinds of stuff. That's one of the things I love so much about Sony is their willingness to embrace and just make possible these kinds of like super artistic kinds of games. I'm um, glad they stuck with them too because mm -hmm. I heard there was some like stuff going on where um Sony gave that game company a year to finish the game and they're like we're not going to finish it in a year. <laughs> it's going to take longer than that and they're like well try. So the game ended up taking I think it was 2 or 3 years to complete and Sony stuck by them and let them finish it. Yeah, uh, I I believe I read read that same story and uh, totally totally worth it. I mean that doesn't surprise me because of the the way that Sony is with a lot of these kinds of projects, but still it's it's still very impressive and uh, good on them for that. So let's move on to track number three. Uh, track number three is called First Confluence. Um, I assume it's about the first confluence. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to First Confluence.
kind of lonely song wandering through the desert. I think this is where you first get your scarf, like your very first scarf. I was just going to say that I, I, find, I thought it was interesting that you said that this was another lonely song, because this one actually didn't strike me as lonely. This one kind of struck me as a, a bit hopeful. I mean, again, having zero frame of reference, I'm just going off of the sounds itself, and there seemed to be a lot more, um, a lot more leaning towards a more major key uh, in this one, and it didn't have that, the uh, the the cello in it. That's just such an innately sad sounding instrument. Oh. This had some more, um, some more uh, chimes and like bells and stuff in it, and seemed a little bit more more happy. <laughs> I guess because I was just wandering through the desert, and it just makes me sad. <laughs> well, again, we've, we've we've talked about this kind of stuff before, is how it's really mm-hmm. interesting how, um, when paired with gameplay, music can take on such a different um, meaning. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're li- I'm I'm listening to this with no frame of reference, and I'm 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 you know hearing these different things and. It's putting a different picture in my mind, but then, you know, as soon as it would, it, like, say I were to play the game and pair it with those actual uh, images that they were intended to go with, it would probably have a very different uh, sensation about what was going on. hmm Yeah. Gotta love it. All right, let's move on to track number four. Uh, this is not the longest track of the night. I thought it was, but I was wrong. But it oh. is close. Uh <laughs> A lot of the songs tonight are relatively short. This one goes is, uh, goes on for six minutes and five seconds, so buckle yourselves in for our track number four, Threshold. <laughs> Thank you. 
So this was Threshold. It's a very beautiful track. Um, this portion of the game, you're pretty much gliding through the uh, sand dunes in the desert. Sounds fun. And it's so fun. There is an achievement that you can get if you like go through all of like the little stone arches. It's it's pretty difficult. And like going with you are like the cute little scarf remains. Like they're helping you along and they're flying along with you. <laughs> it's so beautiful. There's this one section. I think it was like towards the middle of this song. It's about like a six minute journey like through these dunes mm -hmm. where um the whole like all the sand starts glittering and it looks like you're sliding through gold like um what's his name from the ducktales <laughs> scrooge mcduck yeah it looks like his, you're diving like... through scrooge mcduck's money <laughs> bin <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fantastic but it's so gorgeous there's like a side view where you're going through the um through this temple also it's so awesome. It's just beautiful sunlight. I love it so. I think it's my favorite part of the game. <laughs> and like near the end, it gets like sad, like, and very slow. And it's going back towards the beginning of the game where you're like pretty much starting your journey again. Like hmm. you're starting in a new area after this beautiful sand dune extravaganza. This is when it gets tough. The uh, one of the things that I liked about this track was the um, the pairing of the cello and the violin. Like they just they just played so well together. I know mm -hmm. cellos and violins obviously play well together in general, mm -hmm. but it, this song was particularly pretty from in that standpoint. I mean, it was just another pretty ambient song, which absolutely no complaints here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to uh, track number five. This one is called Descent. So yeah, here we go. Enjoy.
That one struck me as, um... I feel like this must be connected to some sort of relatively scripted event because of how the, the music t had a very specifically timed beat towards the end there. I, it was it, all the the whole thing had a kind of vaguely industrial vibe to it. Um, I don't I don't I don't know that that's actually you know reasonable thought, but I just, I was getting this kind of and when I say industrial, I mean like you know mines, like you know hammers and stuff like that. It was just it was a bit more percussive than any of the other tracks that we had listened to. But then it got really intense there at the end, uh, mm -hmm. which I'm assuming since the song is called Descent, you were falling through some sort of something when that is happening yes a, a cave of sorts hmm you're being chased by um these like stone monsters hmm it's, it's very scary because um throughout the game you collect a scarf and these monsters can like destroy your scarf preventing you from jumping far so if they shine their light on you your scarf gets eaten hmm. it's a lot scarier than it sounds <laughs> And so you're sliding through, and I'm pretty sure you can't get hit at this area, but two of the stone monsters are chasing you down this hill, and you're sliding through, you're avoiding all these rocks, and you fly into this safe zone, and then this barrier comes up, and they ha they leave. They can't get through, so it's all very, like, exciting and very quick. Well, it certainly sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. You have to play it. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> I really do. All right, let's see here. Moving on to our track number six. This is the final confluence. Remember that first confluence we had earlier? Well, this is the final one. <laughs> I don't know. Were there other confluences in there between? Were. There, there were. There were five. Oh, five. Wow. Yep. I know. I had to cut it down. Screw those other ones, right? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Here we go. Final Confluence. Enjoy.
just like all of its other ones, it starts out with a very synthy background and it just transforms into this colossal string collection and then it slows down at the end. Yeah, this one's definitely a a, a more intense uh, intensely orchestrated piece. There was just seemed to be a whole lot more going on. This was this was less ambient and more. It was. I, I, this is going to sound bad, but it's an, it's an, it was less ambient noise and more just noise. Um, <laughs> but you know, chaotic in a good way. It was a very short song. It was the final one of all of the confluences. Hence the are, name. <laughs> yeah. Um. Those are the areas, like your safe zones, to get into the next area. Mm-hmm. I think this is that one was right after the snow area. There's a snow area. It's crazy. Really? I thought the whole game took place in the desert. No. Ooh. There's an underwater type area, and then there's snow, which is, like, horrible. It's so sad. Because mm-hmm. you're just, like, shivering. Your Your character turns all, like, icy and, like... And he's struggling to get past like all the wind. Oh, no. He has to hide behind like different blocks and stuff just to eh, not get pushed back. It kind of gets puzzly, but it's never like difficult. It's just like, oh, just hide behind this block for like two seconds and then move forward to the next one and then wait another couple seconds. Then you can move on. It's not like a difficult game. Ah, you are certainly making me want to play this more and more. Yes. <laughs> All right, but Octodad takes precedence. Octodad takes precedence, yes. Let's move on to a track number seven of the evening. Um, this is... Wow, this is oh. also not the shortest track of the night. I have, <laughs> I'm have i missing all these cues for the longest and shortest tracks of the night. <laughs> Wait, which one was the shortest? Uh, the shortest was uh, fin- First Confluence at 1 minute and oh. 41 seconds. This guy is in a rel- this is in a relatively close third at 1 minute and 58 seconds. Here is the crossing. Enjoy.
that was The Crossing. Um, another short, sweet, pretty song. We had that, um... Now I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Did we have the cello again in that one? No. No. Uh, I don't... Maybe was, in the background. Oh, God. It was just violin. See, that's and the thing. Harp. This this music is such good background music that it blends together so well yeah. <laughs> that it's almost, it's sometimes hard with, unless you're really concentrating on it, to, they all seem to blend together in my head, even as I'm just listening to it. It's a, it's a pretty unique experience, but. Yeah, like even in the game, there are some points where it just becomes background music. Like it doesn't get any louder. Like you'll know if it's one of the more important songs because it like kind of blares up but these songs are just they're resting in the background like as you go about your walking journey i mean it really is this this is very much a score in a in a way that a lot of other video game soundtracks particularly ones that we listen to just just aren't I mean, a lot of the, the times we do these episodes, we're listening to songs that have, you know, very clear hooks in them and very clear melodies and and that kind of stuff. And this is very, very much a score, and it's gorgeous. And it is, uh, it's just, it's a fun and interesting, different experience for this podcast. <laughs> so the next track is the longest track of the night, seven minutes and seven seconds. We are listening to Apotheosis. That's a neat word. Um, what can you tell us about this track before we get into it? Oh, uh, hold on a second. I had, like, a whole thing, too. Oh, uh, no, I didn't. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, which song did I write about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, in that case, let's just go in blind. Here is Apotheosis from Journey. Thank you. 
Okay, so I'm going to guess that this was possibly the ending sequence? Yep, this is the epic finale. It was certainly epic. Um, boy, there's some... This <laughs> is just a gorgeous piece of music right here. And um, I, you know, I would have thought that it was... And now you're saying it was the epic finale. Is this like the mm-hmm. actual finale sequence, or was this the closing credits, or...? Finale sequence. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I am so fascinated by how how this game must work because for it to line up with this music, it's got to be fairly well scripted. But yeah, it's crazy. Like all the um, the beeps that you do or mm-hmm. the the way you sing, it lines up with the music. So I don't know how they did that. <laughs> Some kind of crazy coding that they did. That's voodoo. Voodoo magic. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish I had more to say about this seven-minute piece we just listened to, but just the, <laughs> ob- you know, obviously, like, ar- earlier on, I'm thinking somewhere around the, um, like, around the two-minute mark or so, there was just this really great, um, relatively intense violin thing going on there that I really enjoyed, and oh, it yeah. just, you know, just kept building and building and crescendo until it just kind of fizzles out at the end, which I guess is the resolution of whatever the heck it is that you're doing. Um, but yeah, this was a, a, a stunning piece. Oh, yep, that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this last track, uh, our track number nine, is called "I Was Born for This," and this was uh, when we were planning this. This was the track that Vicky wanted to be a bonus track. Uh, what can you tell us about this one? Um, this is the only song with words. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Did this even show up in the game? I don't... I think this was like a bonus track, or it was after the credits, which I never stuck around for. <laughs> I, I always shut off the game, like, as I finished. I'm like, okay, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was always very busy doing something. All right, here is the last track of the night, track number nine. I was born for this.
Well, that was I Was Born for This from Journey. And, uh, Vicki, you were just telling me you were reading something about this. Uh... Yes, each line of the song is in a different language. There's some in French. Um, there are a few quotes, allegedly, from Beowulf in Old English. And the Aenid? Aenid? In Latin? I, I think that's the story. Um, there's one in Japanese. Wow. Well, uh, thank you very much for sharing, uh, all, all this music with me. I mean, that was a, again, very pretty, very ambient track. What was interesting about that? I guess it's just because the, it's in a bunch of languages I don't understand. Is it, mm-hmm. even with the lyrics, it still managed to be fairly ambient, uh, and, and very backgroundy, which is, again, I, not, not a bad thing. So, uh, you have any final thoughts on Journey before we call it a night? Everyone play this. It's a very short game. It's very mystical and beautiful. The visuals are crazy. Um, I think it's at 60 FPS on the PlayStation 4. So if you've got one of those, buy it on that. And enjoy that journey. (laughs) 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 I see what you did there. I know. I did it on purpose. (laughs) All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next time as we do something uh, a tad different. We're going to be doing uh, the first of what I hope to be uh, several throughout the course of our existence, one-hit wonder episodes, where we'll be putting a spotlight on a handful of songs that are good songs in otherwise mediocre soundtracks or really short soundtracks, games that wouldn't necessarily get an entire episode dedicated to them. But we're going to highlight some of those, and it's going to be awesome. As always, we would love to hear anyone and everyone's thoughts or memories on uh, any of the games that we've talked about on the show, or just, you know, come on over and uh, give us thoughts and memories of games you want us to talk about on our One Hit Wonder show. Or tell us anything you like, because we always like listening to you. (laughs) You can send all of your hopes and dreams to mail at geekcave.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Thank you again for listening, and good night.